and this week on this Galarian life, our heroes attempt to make a new friend. I mean, I can try to cast Charm Person. Go for it. I mean, I cast Charm Person, he has to make a will save. And that friendship leads to some new information. Bandar has not been secured to our glorious general satisfaction, and in her name, I now offer a bounty of 25 pieces of gold. They learn they don't have much time to carry on with their mission. Uh, so I accidentally end up hitting Truxton. Uh, Truxton's dead. They find seemingly insurmountable obstacles. Uh, does anybody speak Aklo? Of course. Hold on. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, uh, hold on, can I roll a bluff on that one? There are new enemies around every corner. This is where I've honed this group of troglodytes, the, the children of stone. Could this be the wrong path? This is just seeming like a really safe and comfortable place for us to make make our camp. Listen to find out. Sorry to disappoint, but once again, it is me, Derek, your GM and person who constantly messes up the rules. But seriously, these past couple weeks have been a whirlwind of excitement for us. We've been getting more listeners and more people joining our social media accounts than we ever thought were possible. And with that being said, we're thinking of expanding our community outreach a little bit in the near future. Several of us in our downtime when we're not playing these games uh, do other things, video games primarily. So we were thinking of maybe opening up a Twitch channel where occasionally when one of us had time, uh, we would stream some video games and have a chat room for anybody who's interested to listen. Uh, if that's something you're interested in, or you have any other ideas of what we can do in terms of building a strong community, just drop us an email at this at just drop us an email at glorianlife.com. You can also tweet at us at glorianlife or follow our page on Facebook. There's several opportunities to be able to talk to us about the episodes, the content, what's going on with us, what's going on with the show. So if you ever want to know anything, or you ever have suggestions, or things you want to see on the show, just drop us a line. Let us know. Hopefully, as the weeks go by, we can get some more ideas running to help the show grow. But, until then, enjoy episode 13, Cube d'Etat. Uh, before we get started here, I would like to read you a review I wrote of the song Good Directions by Billy Currington, which I found on iTunes. This is a review that I wrote in 2007 when I was 13 years old. <laughs> okay. Hold on. He's off the podcast this week. Too, so. <laughs> okay. So I titled this review. Are you all familiar with that song, Good Directions? Thank yeah, God so. Good Directions. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So, I titled this review, Just Listen. Caught up in the glamour of all the big-name pop country songs of the world, sometimes we overlook some of the best and most lasting groups in favor of some flash-in-the-pan one-hit wonder bands. Please do not make that mistake with this album, as it ranks in the top ten country albums of all time in my book. I wouldn't be able to say that if it weren't for a particular song that caught me off guard. Before I go any further, I have to admit I'm only 13 and haven't had time to listen to all the songs on this album, but I am planning to. <laughs> anyway, Good Directions is my personal fave, and if you don't download the album, at least pick up the song. The lyrics are well written, and what impresses me the most are the fiddles and all the other instruments in the background. If you have it up on full volume, it is absolutely encompassing. Amazing song, amazing album. I strongly recommend it. P.S. Again, I am only 13 and haven't listened to a giant amount of country songs. I really only expose the ones I hear on the radio or ones my dad has on his iTunes at work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I like how you're like, I like this country song. It has a fiddle in it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys it, think? It also cracks cracks me up that you have been using the phrase flash in the pan since you were 13 years old oh yeah i was very proud of that by the way this review a lot of people found it helpful and it is ranked of the like hundreds of reviews i'm like the 10th one on the list in terms of interactions and stuff social so, media king dude i should have yeah, just is, uh, you should turn that out. you should become an influencer man okay we'll talk, we'll talk after the cast well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i have opinions on this you guys stumbled upon a group of scouting hobgoblins. I 
we left last episode with Greg about to take his surprise round. Go ahead, Greg, make those attack rolls. And so, oh boy, these guys are actually like goblinoids. They are. Well, ha damn. Firing my two shot. Uh, is this going to be flat-footed since it's the surprise round? It most definitely is. Oh, yeah. Time to roll that garbage. Okay. I rolled normal. My first one was a 19 for 26, and my second was 6. 7 for 13. Both of those hit. Oh, yeah. Fucking goblins. Oof. Oof. Big damage. Uh, 3 with my bonus for 9, and then fucking... Rolled eight for fourteen, so uh, twenty-three. How how's that goblin looking? I know I would be in, I would be having a bad day. So basically, the goblin hears the whoosh of arrows coming at him, turns his head, and then takes two directly into the eyes, stumbles back, and then just dies. He's laying on the crowd dead. So there are three goblin scouts and two goblin troopers. You just killed one of the troopers. The three scouts looks at their boss. Uh, they turn and hightail it the fuck out of there, but the other trooper stands his ground. Cyrix, you can go ahead. You're not close enough to make a whip attack, but you have other options, I assume. Yeah. He he can't he can't cast cast spells though, so that mind blank spell is probably not going to do a whole lot. And he's like standing ground, so he's not running away. He is not running away. I, I mean, will I can, not I, bow. I mean, I can try to cast charm person. Go for it. I mean, I cast charm person. He has to make a will save. <laughs> am I taking a penalty that will save? Uh, yeah, I am. I'm staring at him. Uh, so that is a negative two. To the will save. Uh, what's the DC? DC is fifteen. Well, if he rolled ten higher, he would have made it. He is. <laughs> he is. He is charmed. Charm person is if for the next three minutes he is your. He considers you allies. Uh, we probably just need three seconds. Well, we can probably goose him for information. Oh, that, so, was, that was the plan. So I for we all, it's going to make it easier to kill him. So, for all intents and purposes, this is the end of combat. Good news, Greg. You found a new party member. No. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no. Uh, I put up with a lot of shit from you people, but this, no. What what weapon? What weapon does the goblin have? He's got a long sword. <laughs> which after after your spell is cast, he sheaths it and walks up to you and goes. I haven't seen you guys in forever. It's so great. Oh, this is amazing. What brings you to this part of the forest? I put Jock? my arm. Is that you? <laughs> no. I put my arm around the goblin and I say, "It's a uh, Fred, right?" Well, it it's Gongont, but yeah, my friends call me Fred. I thought so. We were just, you know, wondering why you were going through the forest and thought you might be able to tell us a bit about what's going on in your life right now. Oh, we're, we're hunting bounties. That's what that's what the Iron Fangs have been doing here recently. Uh, and he pulls out a little tiny note and hands it to you, Cyrix. How much am I worth? What? I'm definitely worth more than you. So if you'd like to read it. Bounty. Vandar has not been secured to our glorious general satisfaction, and in her name, I now offer a bounty of 25 pieces of gold to any member of the Iron Fang Legion who returns reliable information regarding the location of fugitive human likes who fled Vandar. Dude, only 25 pieces? What the fuck? The payment is doubled if you instead return their heads. Still, that's only 50 gold! Live captives may be claimed as slaves. All rewards are doubled for the impudent ringleaders of this band. Return all information or heads to my cur of a son, Sergeant Scasvinius, Lieutenant Scabvistin. Oh, uh, That's I, some amazing I, names. I, I poked a whore. Ask them if they found anybody yet. I'm sorry, what? Uh, ask them if they found anybody yet. 
Oh, I, I still have my, my arm around. You found anybody yet? <laughs> well, uh, my group, my group has it, but I've, there's information that they've been hanging out in this area, but, you know, we haven't found anybody, so. Where do you know you what hold? it is? What it is? What? Where are we holding the slaves, boys? Is there a, a base camp before they go back to the main Iron Fang Force? There's the, I mean, for the most part, they're holding the slaves in Thandar. Uh, Sergeant Scarnivorous has has his own camp, but that's not where we're based out of, and they like to keep that information secret. So I don't really know where they're holed up. But for the most part, the slaves come back with us to Thandar. Is his uh, name Scarnivorous, the captain? Uh, Yes. Creative name there. Good job. I did not make it. So, but thank you. <laughs> this has been an excellent two minutes and thirty seconds of conversation. I will go over to Greg. Do him dirty, boy. I uh, kind of uh, just step behind where everyone is, and I just tap him right in the spine. You know, what, for flavor's sake, we'll say uh, you get him. He's caught off guard, so he kind of falls. If he doesn't die immediately, one of you are able to get him on the neck or something like that. So yeah, I'll yeah, stab he's... him in the I'll stab him in the spine whenever he falls down. I'll just keep stabbing him for a bit. So he is <laughs> he he he's he's pretty dead. I'm which... going to miss Fred. I'm not as I'm stabbing him still. I feel like I've known him for ages. As he dies, he goes. Oh, wait a second, you guys, you're not you're not. Oh, Get it out. <laughs> That's it. He gurgles and dies. So <laughs> Craig's just poking at a lifeless corpse over and over again. You gotta so be most, sure. So the most important part of that treasure is the note that describes the bounties. But if you check the two bodies left behind, you also find a spyglass and fifty feet uh, of and Truxton might enjoy this hemp rope with a grapple oh. hook. One drag, boy. One drag. You can't drag no. on him. In this world, you can. Oh, one of the troopers seems to be of, like, noble origins, because he's wearing a fine woolen cloak lined with this caramel-colored silk, uh, and you would estimate it's probably worth about 100 gold pieces. I don't care how much it's worth, I'm wearing it now. Cyrix has found herself a mink coat. Or <laughs> uh, sad. You can tell he wanted it too. <laughs> He's a fancy and, boy. And then four provision points. Where to now? Can we follow their uh, their tracks back? I guess we shouldn't because we we were on a mission. Yeah, you've got you've got all the refugees with you as well. They're about a hundred feet back, so the hobgoblins so, didn't notice them. But how close to tow with you? How close to the former troglodyte cave are we? Uh, you could, you'd, you'd be able to make it there probably by midday. So these people were searching around our cave and we kind of ran and, and we're yeah. heading away from the area that they're searching. That's good. Yeah. So you're about, uh, probably half a mile out from your cave. The troglodyte cave is probably two, three more miles. This is troubling. They'll find us sooner than later. Whoever's good at survival can follow behind the refugees and like do things to conceal the tracks. And if you roll high enough, I'd say they wouldn't be able to track him. That would be Greg, right? Uh, yeah. I need a little bit of help here. I rolled a four. I got plus nine, but I got four. So that's a thirteen. Uh, I only rolled an eight. So. How do I assist? I have apps. I have zero in survival, but it's named like that. Assist plus two. Come on, y'all. Uh, hold on. Let me see what I got. Well, I rolled a two, so... Oh boy, they're going to track us. I am useless. Um, somebody make an intelligence check for me. An oh, intelligence? No, make a wisdom check. A memory check. Wait, but I think I have survival. Can I just make that check? Oh, no, yeah. I don't. Uh, no, I don't. Never, mind. Never mind. I don't. I lied. Wisdom, or... <laughs> wisdom or intelligence? Um, I got a zero in both of those, buddy. Okay, yeah, I can make an intelligence check. So, so just a straight d20? Yes. Oh, oh, shit. 11. Oh, that's good enough. So okay. w when you were ransacking Old Red Shop, you remember coming across an item in his safe, I believe, called uh, Dust of Tracelessness, and you can use that to cover tracks. All right. Hot uh, damn. Uh, quick question. What are we doing with these refugees? Is this complete? Is this totally just like a peacekeeping mission? Are they 
Are we doing this out of generosity? I don't understand why we're like got this chain around our neck. <laughs> the note makes a semi-valid point. Thank you. Semi. I mean, these are grown adults. They can go off and you know find their own cave. I don't know why we gotta always be. You know, bad things seem to happen whenever we leave. I feel like we're, if anything, holding them back from their potential. Glare at the gnome. Trust and think Wait. it was this way. Well, when no, the we can bring one more body come to hit instead of us. <laughs> but I have to say, I have something of a soft spot for these people. They're suffering, and for some reason, our presence seems to help them. All right. Well, don't expect me to put my neck on the line for them, is all I'm saying. Noted. But you've been baked several times already. No, that was funny, though. To be fair, uh, there were four of us that bullied him into doing that. Did we bully him, or is he just stupid enough? No, no I just but... don't have much regard for my own life or anyone else's. <laughs> we no, can man. hear you! What? <laughs> we can hear you! Yeah, go fuck yourself. How about that, huh? You hear that? Okay, so you guys... Moving on. You guys uh, keep on walking... The sun hangs in the air at its highest point, and you can make out the outline of the cave of the troglodytes. You, I guess, instruct the uh, refugees to hang out on the upper floor, and you make it unmolested to the portion where you last stopped. Now, let's talk about light. I've been doing light wrong for apparently the entire time I've been playing this game. When you cast light or use a torch, it becomes normal light within 20 feet, and then the light decreases one step for the next 20 feet. So if you have light casts, there's no mischance. You cast light on what, Xerix? Uh, who's the tallest? Obviously me. Uh, can I cast yeah. on Grogoog's head? <laughs> well, no, you could like a hat or something he has on, but like it, it he has dark vision, so I don't know if that would affect. Okay, I'll cast, I'll cast it on my cool new furry coat. Okay, so Cyrix has light on herself. Grogoog and Truxton have dark vision. Greg, what are you gonna do? So light a fucking torch. Okay, so we got torches. So you all are begin to descend the cave of the troglodytes. As you enter this chamber, you realize a couple of things. First, the upper floor was largely just like a natural cave formation where the bottom portion of the cavern has been very clearly worked. So everything in this room is made of clean angles and clear edges there's uh, some notes of metal working on the walls but a raw around the outside of the room there's been an obvious like cave collapse so it seems like there's been nothing down here for a while or nothing no like intense like building or whatever for a while the problem is that there are no obvious exits over in the center of the room on the ground lies a couple of items. There is a masterwork longsword, a gold holy symbol of the Yomadai, and a breastplate bolt emblazoned with a bronze angel, and two potions lying about 35 feet in front of you. Do either of the potions say drink me on them? They do not. Can I search for traps? I don't search for traps, and I charge straight ahead towards the items. God bless him. <laughs> Greg, Greg, make a perception check. Not a nat 20, but just a straight up. And Truxton, make a perception check. <laughs> Eight. So Truxton doesn't see this, um, but Greg can make it out. About five feet in front of Truxton, you, Greg, notice some weird palpitations of the light, um, as if something is kind of wiggling right in front of him. Something seemingly invisible. Wait, oh my god. So, Greg, you notice... Oh my god. Right in front that of Truxton. gelatinous cube is so adorable. <laughs> you notice a gelatinous cube that goes out and moves onto Truxton Square. Truxton, you have two options. A reflex save 
or an attack of opportunity. Attack of opportunity, baby. Let's oh, get it going. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is where we fucking lose our boy. If you no, make the, if you make the attack of opportunity, you will it's our damage. I've rolled it. Sixteen. Okay. Does it hit? It hits. Right. There the lad goes. All right, and we're rolling for damage. Six, and it, the cube explodes, showering everybody in the cave with gelatinous matter. Uh, Truxton li- walks out a hero. A little bit of the ooze does spray off, but Truxton, I'm going to need you to make a reflex save for me. See, I got to do that anyway, so no big deal. Never mind. He just engulfs you. Well, fuck you. Make a, make a forward. You got I embarrassed make- that I out-DM'd you. I outsmarted you, as make- usual. Make a fortitude save. Fortitude. All right, what's my fortitude? Let's see. Six. I got a plus four in that, so things are looking pretty good for old Truxton. And pretty bad for that cube. Oh, 23, baby. Woo! You pass. Straight through the cube out the other side. That's what I passed through. Nope, you're still... If you survive this, I'm be very upset with you. So you take... You take some acid damage, because you are if physically inside the cube. Take one damage. Okay. You are also pinned. You have the pinned condition, which means like you lose your dexterity bonus to AC. You can't move unless you break the pin, and okay. uh, you're in danger of suffocating. Great. Which probably All right, won't come boys, up. I got to start and finish this off for me. And we'll roll initiative. 17 initiative. Yes, five, yes. boy, five. Save me from the cube. Does anybody have a cup of bleach on their character? Uh, I have a cup. I have night tea on me. I'll do it. Truxton pissing it. I got 21. Am I going first? All right, I want to go first. Okay, here's what I'm doing. Oh, wait. Yeah, is my piss that acidic? Anyway, I got to say, I'm going to fuck the cube. You're going to do what? I'm going to fuck the cube. And by that, I, of course, mean, how do I get out of my pin? Do I... Is that like a check I can make? Um, a CMD check or an escape artist check? Uh, let's go for escape artist. Where I'm at plus five. Uh, 23. Yeah. Woo! You, you make it out. That's your standard action. And then can I take a five foot step back after that? You can take a full move action. Oh, and we're out of here. You guys have fun. Oh. Well, not quite that far. All right, well, I'll go back. Yeah, we're as right, far back boy. as I can go. Just right do there. that seven more times and we'll be fine. Okay. Um, Greg's turn. Oh, boy, here we go. Fortunately, this isn't a goblin, so can't really get them goblin bonuses. I can get those uh, two shots. There's a 13 hit. It does. I'm assuming a 16 hits then. Yes. I can't wait for these shots to actually do nothing. To this thing. All right. First shot, ten damage. Second shot, eight damage. Hell yeah. Does the cube seem phased by my onslaught of arrows? Oh yeah, you heard it. Heard it pretty bad. Does it quiver and rage? No, it's it's a good guy right now. Uh, Cirrus. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go forward to stand where Truxton is. A little bit further ahead, so I can reach the cube. Whip it. Is my (laughs) yes? I am going to whip it. Will my painful stare affect the cube? Make a knowledge dungeoneering check. What the fuck? Most important skill check of the game. If it's a class skill, I get a plus three, right? If you have a rank in it. I do not. So it's just a straight d twenty then. Nope, you can't even make it. You have no idea. I guess it's well, worth a try. Well, I am staring at it angrily, of course. Okay. Go ahead and make a tech roll. That's a natural one. Well, Pretty we'll good. Call that, we'll call that a miss, and it is Grogu's turn. Uh, so I accidentally end up hitting Truxton. Uh, Truxton's dead. I look around at the party. Wait, you ever pick up like a scroll of fireball or anything? I do, but Truxton pissed me off by saying he didn't care about my life. Says one of the refugees. Hey, suck my dick. (laughs) Also, the refugees are down with us, right? Yeah, they yelled that from the top floor. I'd rather die in a fucking cube than take help from. Come down here for a second, all right? How about that, huh? We need you to be. 
We need you to be fodder. I, uh, hmm. There's really, I can hit it, but it's going to try to engulf me, and I do not have the same dexterity as the young boy does. Uh, fuck it, I want to scream at it. I want to cast Ear Piercing Scream. Oh, okay, I'll clean it up a little bit and say I move over here and hit it with the Ear Piercing Scream. That's going to be a save of a 14, Dirk. Sorry, 15. Uh, he makes a save. Oozes have a st- uh, pretty strong fortitude, by the way. I figured so. Well, he takes half of six damage, so he takes three, and I don't think he can become dazed anyway since he has no intelligence, but uh, he avoids that as well. He, he he jiggles a little bit as you scream at him real loud, and it's his turn, and he double moves, and he is right next to Syrix, and that puts it at Truxton's turn. Um, I will attack it. Uh, I probably don't hit ten. That hits. Oh, shit. Just anything hits this thing. All right, I guess it is a big cube. Um, uh, eight. He's starting to look a little bit weaker. Uh oh. Greg's. He's gonna look a lot weaker after I pump his ass full of arrows. A fifteen hit, and oh, not twenty. Can I crit this? Can I crit this? Uh, oozes cannot be crypt. Okay. Well, I hit. Both, it. But both of those hit. Yes. First hit for ten. Second hit for twelve. Boom! So the gelat cube uh, falls into a puddle on the floor. It's a very sticky puddle, but he all right. Where's Greg's gone. wife? Tell her dinner is served. I swear to God, I'll drown you in that puddle. I hate to break it to you, Greg, but you just killed your wife. Eh. <laughs> okay. And yet again, Truxton does not face the consequences for his actions. <laughs> <laughs> what? My heroic actions, my actions that single-handedly resulted in the death of this cube. We should have taken it alive and used it as a garbage can. Yeah, that's a good point. So you do find a Masterwork Longsword. I think Grogu probably could use that. I already have one, but I will add it to my back as a backup of it. How about, wait, hold on. How about I have that sword, huh? What do you say, pal? It's twice as big as you are, boy. You find a golden holy symbol of the Omidai worth 100 gold pieces. A breastplate with a bronze angel on it and two potions. Wait, I'm confused. Is there actually just stuff I can't use? I mean, you take a penalty for using weapons that aren't the right size. Can I just cut off part of it? <laughs> <laughs> you you can craft to resize it, but not in the middle of a dungeon. Okay, well, can... hey, keep that in mind, Grogu. Keep that on your back for now. We're gonna make a we're gonna make a little Tycho mini version of that later. Does anybody want to roll craft alchemy or spellcraft to determine sure. what the potion does? I'm rolling craft alchemy right now. A very big bonus. Oh, shit. 13. That's not going to do it. Okay, hold on. Can I roll the other one? Yep. What is it? Uh, oh, wait. Would 14 do it? It's actually a plus 9. It's not. Okay. Uh, w- uh, what's the other one I can roll? Craft. Uh... Spellcraft. Or spellcraft, okay. I know we spell. Okay. I rolled a twenty-three spellcraft. Thank uh, you, Cyrix. Cyrix, these are two potions of bull strength. Ooh. Well, Cyrix took about ten potions of bullshit. Am I right? Oh, must hey. be. Damn. So the ooze is vanquished, and you stand in an empty room. Well, boys, we have a command center now. So you said basically all the entrances in or out, aside from the one we took, are blocked off with fallen rocks. You do not, from your current position, see any other exits. Well, let's go around the wall of the room to make sure that we don't... uh... Take 20! If you're taking 20, a couple, about, I don't know, 30 30 or so minutes pass as you're examining. On both sides of the room, you find secret doors. Concealed by the rubble. Secret tunnel! Or you think they they were probably more secret before the tunnels collapsed, but now it didn't it didn't take as long as you would have normally taken finding secret doors, but you found it. Sure. So what do y'all do? Can we tell why the room was caved in? Like just natural cave in, or does it look like yeah. man interference? It looks like a pretty natural cave in. I have some questions about the structural integrity of our new hideout, but those can be answered later. If somebody wants to make a knowledge engineering check, uh, I can do that. I believe I have pretty good knowledge engineering. I do. Uh, 23. So 
the initial structures in this cave look to be 300, 400 years old. Um, and then at some point it was abandoned and then new additions began being added about 50 years ago. So the cave-in was probably, it, it got abandoned, say, 150 years ago because of the cave-in. And then new residents took up home about 50 years ago and didn't really do anything to fix it. So it's a fixer-upper. Door on the left or door on the right? Always the door on the right. Who's who's opening it? Place yourself by the door. I'll do it. So you walk in and the room is just covered in these really, really intricate carvings along the walls. And it, I mean, it's basically like somebody wrote a giant, almost like a book on the walls. They're just giant columns of text. Uh, a lot of it's like cracked and crumbled off the walls, but there's some of it that's still fairly legible. Is this some sort of Rosetta Stone type deal? Maybe. Well, did I just nail it? Did I just fucking shoot it 40 foot of swish? Do I recognize any languages? I know common orc and goblinite. Uh, does anybody speak Aklo? Of course. Hold on. Uh, yes. Do you? <laughs> well, uh, hold on. Can I roll a bluff on that one? <laughs> I mean, you can con- you can convince them that you can read it, but you can't convince me that you can read it. I'll convince them that I can read it. All right. Says, leave the dead weight behind. Refugees aren't worth your time. <laughs> you guys both. I'll give you a I guess a plus. Can I, can I get a sense motive? Yeah, go ahead. Pass. Go ahead and make a bluff check, Truxton. Okay. You get a plus two to that because you don't think that people 300 years ago would have made a stupid rhyme. Run D20. I get a plus two? No, Will does. Oh. Uh, 18. <laughs> God well, damn it. Uh, I, uh, I kind of uh, look, look at the gnome and I just slap him on the back of the head. Wait, does he know? Does Ty go to runner? Yeah. I get a oh. plus two, so I have a 20, actually. Oh. <laughs> Me and Grogoog believe you fully know. <laughs> Can they at hey. least get it whenever I slap him on the back of the head? <laughs> hey, don't listen to Will. He's trying to, I mean, uh, don't listen to Greg. He's trying to fucking trick you. You know he's got a st- He's got skin in this game. I'm telling you the truth. And have you ever told the truth, Gnome? It's not, don't, hey, it's not my words. Don't worry about that. It's the wall. So is that language only Acleo, Derek? Is that the only thing on the wall? If anybody has the spell comprehend the languages. Actually, I do, as a matter of fact. Um, Or you can make a uh, linguistics check. And if you happen to speak gnomish or dwarven, you have a plus five to that check. Well, I, in fact, have linguistics. But I do not, in fact, speak gnome or dwarf. Roll it anyway, bud. Truxton. You know, I could roll. I could roll as an assist. That's about it. Truxton has linguistics as well. Okay. For real this time, boy. That's right. Decipher this wall. Uh, enough, right. enough jokes. So, Grogu, go ahead and roll. I made one in my life. Don't even know what they are. Uh, linguistics. I okay, got a I fifteen in my assist roll. You're gonna have a plus seven to your regular bonus on this, Truxton. Okay. You can also add an inspiration die. No, I'll just roll the regular. We'll see how it turns out. 35, nat 20. Shit! Yeah, that gets it. You're pouring over it, and you recognize it as kind of like an ancient form of Aklo that you've somewhere across your travels made out very, very basic words in. There is a section in the middle of the wall that you believe reads, Grandmother, in seeking the excavator, turned her eyes to the stone and to the steel. And finally, to woe. Uh, all right, guys. What I'm getting from this is some old lady uh, looked at some rocks. She was looking for the excavator, and she turned her eyes to steel and some woe, or something like that. I'm uh, drawing a little image on the wall in chalk of a little gnome sitting on Starnivorous. <laughs> uh, I'm just. It, are there any like? If there are figures that look like stick figures in any of this writing, I'm drawing dicks on them. That's my first time ever using a linguistics check, guys. So, all throughout the cavern, there have been, like, crystals and gems in the wall. I have all of them in my pocket at this point. On this lower floor, they've all been, um, like, removed from the wall. But if you examine one of the slots where they would be in, 
there's no indication of any tool work on it. It's not like anybody's like removing them with like tools. They're just kind of sort of gone, but they were definitely there. It's like just good old fashioned erosion or? No. Ooh, ooh, what if like you put the stones in the wall and they open up another secret door? Whoa. I guess we'll find out. Secret tunnel. So there's a passage to the south and then the other secret door. South we go. Yeah, we open so this door. Might as well. he has got a shield, so he gets to go first. This room is pretty unsuspecting. You notice more of those crystals being gone in this room. In fact, you haven't like seen a single actual crystal. Like in this room, there's like 50, 60 slots that are just devoid of any gemstones. And then there's a path that goes, let's see, eastward. You either make a knowledge engineering check or go down that path for just a little bit and I'll tell you what's going on. Uh, I can do knowledge engineering. Do we have the crystals with us? Yes, some. Oh, critical failure. Folks, I don't know shit about dungeons. I'll be honest with you. You walk into that tunnel a little bit. 50, 60 feet in, there are giant stone, like something's blocking it, like stone and wood. Like um, a barricade? Yes. And the path is, what you notice as you're walking down it is the path starts to descend and it becomes very steep. This path probably goes very, very, very deep into the earth. Probably a drainage hole, I'd say, out of character. What about that little, um, tiny, what about that little tiny hole to the, to the west? Greg, make a knowledge local check for me. Uh, I'm not very good at those, but I can try. Hold on, I got a good I have one of knowledge those. local. Yeah, excuse me, Derek. Not, excuse me. I'm only giving it to Greg because he's from around here. Derek, well, that's do a better. Seven. I've had sex with at least one person from around here. Uh, okay, I, you. I know. Uh, well, sort of like you know, I don't really think people become actual people until they're adults. So you had sex with like half of a person. In that <laughs> <laughs> I did not fuck a kid for the you last time. You two can make knowledge local checks. So I got a fucking seven. Cyrix? I got a six. Hey, okay, listen up. I've sold a lot of drugs around here. How about you let me make this fucking check? Go ahead and make it. Thank you. See, you gotta play You gotta play rough with Derek. That's how he likes it. Well, I said you two could make it before you yelled at me the second. Uh, 24, you're welcome, crew. I carry the team to victory. Maybe in Fandar you heard rumors that there were portions of the Fangwood that had caverns that led straight into the Darklands themselves. Hey, we're going to the Darklands, people. Get used to it. I don't want to hear you whining. Examining the barricade, you think that maybe whoever is the inhabitant of this cavern posted it up so whatever's down there couldn't get in here. You know, this is just seeming like a really safe and comfortable place for us to make make our camp. Just That's no what I was saying. Danger, no danger whatsoever. Throw the torch out of the barricade. South we go, boys. <laughs> Down to the, let us go to the Darklands, Derek. Okay, so post your cell. Are you going into the next room over? Yeah, yeah, we'll go west. I'm behind Grogu. Put yourselves in that little area. Where am I going? Hold on. I gotta zoom out. Alright, thank you, Derek. So as you come in, uh, this little creature, and I'll show you, kind of expand it so you guys can kind of see what it looks like little thing looks like a scorpion almost made out of gemstones i thought it looked like a crab oh he rushes up it's a pet it's a pet it's a a rock crab and looks at grogook and starts sniffing him and panting real heavy and goes (laughs) and then he he starts he like gets on his heels and he kind of waves his paws like he's big and i rolled it back uh (laughs) grogook will Look at this little creature. Uh, I'm going to make a quick survival check, Derek, if that's okay. What What are you trying to do with your survival check? You know what the hell that thing is? Uh, that would be knowledge, dun- uh, knowledge dungeoneering? Oh, well, it's okay. It's basically a rock dog. Um, I want to speak to it in, we'll say orcish. <laughs> say, oh, you're a big, strong boy, are you not? <laughs> I'll head on that. Oh, you are. Oh. You want to eat some rocks, boy? 
Um, you've, been, you've been down here for so long, little buddy. It's actually knowledge planes. Then what are you doing here, little friend? What what are you what are you doing here? <laughs> and then he kind of like starts nuzzling up at your bag or backpack. Oh, uh, I, I I look at uh, Truxton. He reminds me of you, boy. He's great. <laughs> He's going. He's gonna. He's gonna steal your bag, Rogoog. He will look, never steal look, my bag. I look jealously at boy. the dog. He's on. Trust is gonna kill the dog. <laughs> my God! Finally, somebody in my travels who I don't hate. So like, he's he's starting to get like kind of aggressive in his begging. Like he's starting to like climb up on you and oh. his his feet and everything. He's a medium creature, so he's like the size of like a Great Dane. He climbs up on you a little bit. His claws are kind of pointy because he's made out of crystal, oh, and it kind of hurts. But you don't take any damage. Can I, can I roll a sense motive on this dog? Yeah, I, I want to try to feed him a rock, like off the ground. Hell yeah, dude! I rolled a sixteen. Uh, he's very hungry, Sirix. I roll to apply peanut butter. Uh, Grogoog, you try. <laughs> Jesus! To... <laughs> you you pick up a rock off the ground, and he sniffs it. And just kind of, like, if he had dog ears, those ears would go behind his head, and he kind of just back away from it. Oh, how about this little buddy? And I pull out a copper piece. You want a copper piece? He he licks it a little bit, and then it's like a little dog eating a lemon, and he doesn't like it too much. It's too sour. I'm so disturbed. Somebody by get this dog some crystals, for God's sakes, he's hungry. Well, we got provision points. Can we give him, like, a piece of jerky or something maybe he wants real food you think this thing eats food i don't know no, he he hears grogoog say the word crystal a word he understands in every language and he goes i'll take him to the caverns upstairs he'll he'll eat to his heart's content so He's, he ate all the crystals out of the wall you piece of shit so all throughout this the adventure you found treasure there have been gemstones and stuff in almost all of those so you have gems and crystals okay on you. I, w- I want to pull a little tiny purple gemstone and we'll go, a little buddy i'm gonna hold it above my head above his and say you need to sit down hand motion he he doesn't understand the language and he's not an animal so i don't think that would apply and you don't really speak his language so he just kind of looks up at it and just you're holding it high? Oh, yeah. I think he understands that that means that you want him to do something. So he kind of just, like, backs up a step and, like, lies on the floor and puts his, oh. little pin- puts his little pincers under his chin and looks at you and gets you to puppet dog eyes. Oh, that's a good little rock fella, and I toss him the gemstone. Good boy. Uh, I rolled a hit. If there's no! some fucking magical girl transformation when <laughs> Jeff gives his rock, I'm no, no, now he's gonna try to kill us. So, so he eats it, and you see, even though he's made out of rock, you see this kind of like sense of relief go over his face. It's like he hasn't eaten in a while. I look over to the ranger, Darnellos. What do you make of this? What What can I make of this? Is this like a nature or? It'd be done. It either it's planes or dungeoneering. I have neither of those. Um, I, I just shrug. I look to the like, gnome. You know of dungeons. What do you know of this beast? All right, I'll roll it. Uh, twenty-five. This is a creature known as a chrismal. It is from the uh, plane of Earth, and he's a fairly decent uh, combatant. Basically, you see, like, at the bottom of the room, these heavy, heavy stone doors. You think that maybe he's, he's, like, meant to be, like, a guard creature, but he's just been abused and deprived of food for so long that he's just, he's not into it. Guys, I think he's been a guard creature, but he's been abused and deprived of food for so long that he's just not into it. Oh, it's okay. We'll give him a good happy home, won't we, buddy? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Thank you, Grogoog. <laughs> oh, my God. Just kidding. I can't talk. 
Scooby Doo situation. I said, Come on, Google School is going to transition from the jaded veteran to Shaggy. <laughs> ready, boys. I, I say we name him Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Do you have any crystal snacks? How about two crystal snacks? Okay, okay. looks like we have a guy, gentlemen. Um, oh. How about that? Gentlemen. And horror, I apologize. I'm going to make next time Derek's like, what do you want to do for the next couple of days? I'm going to be like, I'm just going to like follow Grogoog around and make him apologize for calling me a whore many times over. <laughs> Everybody give me perception checks until somebody gets 20. Fuck okay. you, got a 21. Right. Sirix <laughs> and Greg in one of those little slots in this room that the crystals have been pried out and you find an amulet. And it is... A brooch of shielding, which basically just eats up magic missiles if they're used on you. Oh, feed it's the dog. Feed it's the dog. No, he put it in there because he doesn't like the taste. So you've subdued the Chrismal, and he's, he's a happy boy. So. What a lad. So what do you do now? That mad lad. This room, then maybe go south if that is an entryway. So there are doors, the big stone doors. They're unlocked, but they're heavy, so you're going to need to push. Who wants to be up front? Uh, like, I'm guessing me. And I'll see if the pupper wants to help. Strength. I'll see if the pupper wants to help. It's not a strength check. It's just going to be have to be somebody who's strong. I have, six, I have a 16 strength, so I'll, I'll push the doors open with Grogoog. I'm fucking uh, jacked. The pupper kind of kind of starts wandering off for some more crystals. you to eat every single every <laughs> single refugee while we're gone. <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> you didn't do that. You didn't do that, did you, buddy? Rocky you Balboa, all... no! Or Google likes dogs so they can't betray you. You open the door, you see one troglodyte, two troglodyte. So in this room, you see two troglodytes, one of those troglodyte sorcerers like you saw upstairs that led you into that trap. A centaur. What? And this little lady right here. Uh, It's okay, guys. They might be friendly. Yeah, she she, she looks friendly. <clears throat> the woman in the back of the room goes, My children, welcome to my sanctum. This, this is where I've honed this group of troglodytes, the the children of stone, welcome. Very welcome impressive. To welcome to my lair. I love been, it. It worries me that it's called a lair. I've I've been waiting for all of you. I've been yep. waiting for you as well. Matter of fact, wait, no, wait, be scary hold, too. Hold on. So we don't know if the Charlie's <laughs> upstairs have access to this room or not. I mean, they probably found the door, but there's really no well, actual way. Wait, because did she just say like? She said something about being the Lady of Stone or something. Isn't that what the, isn't that what uh, the lady that almost killed me said that she was a part of? She says my name is Igets, and you remember Handis, Handis, the barbarian using that name to refer to her leader. She she says York here told me there were some strangers coming. I looked into looked into the stone here and did some readings and I discovered something something oh so wonderful that the people coming to try to take this cave away from me are none other than than the destined ones. The soldier the thought the woodsman the dealer Oh the you, thought? So Cyrix was here? That's, uh, the, I, that's the joke dumbass but, Oh um, damn I'm not your, paying that much attention So I know I know what York here and his Iron Fang brethren would do. They want to kill you, but I... I suppose I have a decision to make. Do I kill the Destined Ones? I like that this guy has the vocal cadence of, like, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Which one's York, the Sorcerer or the Centaur? York is the Centaur. Do I kill the Chosen Ones, or do I try to help them? My friends, it's time for some diplomacy. I guess charm person. Oh well. no! Don't goddamn. No, I won't. <laughs> Wait, why not? I guess so. aggressive. She's she's yeah she's kind of nice being. I don't want to say nice to us, but uh, I I attempt to charm her with my charming personality. Oh God! So 
York here has offered me a deal to bring my society of troglodytes into the order of the Iron Fang Legion. And she looks at him and kind of kind of smirks and she goes, "I I don't know if that's something that I'd be interested in, but I know a way that we can determine that. If you four can defeat these four in front of you, perhaps that would guide my decision." Sounds good. Pulled by Pharaoh. Challenge accepted, witch. Immediately whip the centaur. Da, 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 da. I ignite my sword with arcane energy and save the four opponents in front of us. If you'd like to run now, you're more than welcome. Otherwise, I'll happily kill you. So just like episode one, we're going to end this episode on a very simple phrase. Everybody roll initiative. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, 37. I said end the episode. <laughs> you didn't say that's the end of our broadcast. Idiots laughter on the sorceress. And that's the end of our broadcast week. I don't know Woo! what I want to shout. If you all remember, uh, which I guarantee you don't because none of you pay attention when anything's <gasps> going on. Never York have, never is this York is the centaur that convinced Edrin to turn on you. Who? <gasps> But you all wouldn't. Your characters wouldn't know that. It's all good. We're going to join the Iron Fang, too. That's going to be the action. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm imagining you all, three of you are, like, unconscious, and then one of you is about to take the final blow from the centaur, and then the rock puppy runs in and just decimates fucking everything. Oh, that they chose us, dude. <laughs> just walks in, fucking breath weapons, everything. Everything's dead. Grogug looks at it. Throws a crystal in the air. He jumps up, catches it in his mouth, looks in the camera, and winks. And then the credits roll. And that is the end of our broadcast week. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo.